0: Be still. Hi, I'm Stacy Middlebrooks, Inner Power Priestess and Purpose Igniter, best-selling author and soon-to-be PhD. I left a successful corporate career in global HR and global DEI after 25 years to step into the fullness of my purpose and amplify my impact in the world. Now, I use my experience, education, and expertise to help Wayshower women create a life beyond their dreams by moving them from fear to freedom so they can step into the fullness of their gifts without compromising who they are or their standards.
1: And hello, I am Jill Hyman, Dream Life Embodiment Guide and bestselling author. I am a sacred activator of dreams, helping you alchemize your vision into reality. I flirt with life by living in the both and believing you can have it all. As a former collegiate athlete and having spent nearly 20 years in corporate sales, the doing became an easy routine. This is why I now guide powerhouse women to flow from overdrive into purpose-driven. Together, we will bring calm guidance to
0: integrate your spiritual, professional, and personal journey. We help you anchor into
1: what is yours to be and do in this lifetime. You can count on us to engage in raw conversation about our real, authentic experiences. Together, we are the bridge between worlds and beyond barriers. We are taking you on an intuitive journey guided by
0: our higher selves. We'll also be sitting down with some really epic humans, luminaries, who will enlighten us all still is your portal to deepen the
1: integration of you. Thank you for being here. Now let's flow into today's show. Mm. Hello, sister. Greetings. Hello. (laughs) Greetings. Ah. So uh, we're breaking it down. We are inside of this... Juicy, juicy topic. Uh, we're calling Break the System. We are on part three uh, around being the example. And um, you know, you know, sister, what I see and hear a lot is folks that want to talk a lot. And <laughs> I'm prefacing this has been me at one point i'm quite certain i probably do this at different times cuz hello humanity but there's a lot of talking and like wishing and no. oh well and pointing fingers oh if they'd just do this or if we would just do this like ah oh, if we you know all of this and i'm and i'm often just curious and i will we'll pose the question today of like well what if what if you just step in and and be it first? Like what if you create that for yourself first for all of the things that you're asking you you see change that could be possible or you wish that someone would show up in this way and uh they're not doing this. Well what if you be it first? Because I often find people are because I've done this myself of of saying <laughs> Why well, don't, well, I don't know why they don't just like, I don't know, give me the priorities. I'm not clear on my priorities. And I'm like, did you ask, Hmm. you know, it's, it's like taking that step further to actually be what it is that you are desiring the desired outcome, be it, and then watch it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, am What keeps coming up as I'm listening to you, Jill, is like the old adage, be the change you want to see, right? And I can't tell you how many times like that simple question of like, did you ask, even if, I mean, I'm in sessions with clients and I hear them talk about not having clarity in their organization. Like they want me to create my 2024 goals, but I don't even know what the goals of the team are, what the organizational goals are. Like, they haven't given me that. And I don't have this. How am I supposed to create goals? And I listen, I understand the frustration. I get it. And yes, the question is, did you ask? One, um, and if you have asked and you haven't gotten that clarity, then what's stopping you from asserting yourself and saying, in the absence of any information, knowing what I know about the business or knowing what I know about what I want for my career. These are some goals that I've created. And then taking that to your leader, to your manager and saying, here's what I've come up with. You can prioritize with me, yes or no, how this all lines up, but I'm doing something like this. And sometimes, you know, work-wise, sometimes we have to manage up. We have to, we mm. have to be able to say, I'm not getting what I need. So let me be clear with you about what I need. And let me be clear about the thoughts I'm having that could be helpful and productive. Here you go. Now you tell me, help me make the decision or you make the decision. I think the priorities are A, B, and C. Is that correct? Yes. Thank you. Great. I'm moving forward. Yeah. Oh, that's not correct. Great. It's only be awesome. I can roll with that. But we, I think we're so programmed and trained in corporate spaces and in systems where we work to wait for people to give us what we need. But that's part of the paternalistic nature of corporate in the systems. Like, I take care of you. Like, well, yeah, ideally, you'd love to get from your CEO and Whole C suite. Here are those strategic priorities for the upcoming year, and it trickles down. Like, that would be awesome. And kudos to organizations who are doing that. We're not talking about you, we're talking about the places where people feel lost. And this is just one example. But being the change, that example is just to say, what is stopping you from stepping in to the change that you really want to see? What's stopping you from bridging the gap? Oh, I wish we had mentorship. I wish somebody could really, okay, what's stopping you from going to ask someone to be your mentor? Yeah, That's how you're breaking the system by being the example. Like what, even as you're talking about that, Jill, I'm thinking about what would it have been like when I first started my corporate career and I actually saw women fully expressed, fully embodied. Holding really healthy and clear boundaries, not forsaking their femininity or other kind of identity they hold. What would that have been like for me to see that? I'm sure my corporate career would have been drastically different. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't see it on rare occasions, yeah, but in general, that wasn't
1: normalized.
0: No examples. You get to be the example, we get to be the
1: example. I'm so excited. You're bringing up, uh, the managing up and I, and, uh, I, I pray the woman's name comes to me because I interviewed her some time ago now, but, uh, this is specifically what she talks about and I hope her name comes in, but it's all around this managing up. And it's really funny because here's like a real life. We were joking about this over Christmas, um, over the holiday, whatever holiday you celebrate, we celebrate Christmas. And um my partner and I, right? We are uh, helping his mother wrap gifts. And it just became this funny joke of like he is the the head honcho, right? Like we're creating this fun little like organization, whatever of like, and i'm and I'm the one that's the gift wrapper, okay? So it's you can all see, right? I'm the <laughs> one wrapping the gifts, and he's just kind of like, Okay, here's the next one. Da-da-da, you know. And I slowly would start to just say, hand hold this tape, hand me the scissors. I need get the next bow. And then I said, I was like, I've been managing up the whole time. And he's like, then he catches on (laughs) and he's like, no more of this managing up business. But, but it's like, I don't know if this is supportive out out there to anybody to just kind of have a real life of like what it can look like when you are managing up. I've had to do this multiple times. I mean, my previous, Mm -hmm. like my previous Mm -hmm. uh, career, that's literally all I did for like two years. And um, it's, it, there, there's a toll that comes when nothing changes I think for sure. So you keep showing up as the example, maybe this is you out there and you're at this breaking point where it's like, but I've been showing up as the example. Mm -hmm. I've been managing up. I've been doing all the things. I know my priorities. I know my checklist and you might not be moving anywhere and you feel like you're in quicksand. Um, so then I think it steps into, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I think then it steps into like really being who you desire, like being where you want to go. And that might require you to step out of the quicksand, which means go explore somewhere else, look at another organization, because then it, I think it's like part of breaking the system. It, what's so woven in is the comfortability, being so comfortable and um, you're being this level of leadership day in and day out. And I think there's definitely from organizations the taking for granted those that show up consistently. <laughs> yeah.
0: Quicksand. Pa- I will pause. <laughs> Ooh, I was just getting ready to say, if you are being the example, like you're on the cutting edge of all the things, I'm leading, I'm out front. I'm doing it, and it's just not shifting. I'm still not getting what I need. Listen, hand up for me. I stay too long in things up until now. I have stayed too long in things, in friendships, relationships, jobs, locations. Where I stay too long for, for a whole lot of reasons. That's probably a whole other episode. <laughs> but sometimes when you've done all you can do, it's time to go. It is time to create your exit, and it doesn't have to be laborious. It can really be like you were saying, I like just wait, I wanna show up and be this way. That's not well-received here, or that's not appreciated here, but I'm being exactly who I wanna be. I'm being the example. Other people are noticing, whether you know it or not, they're noticing. And everything you're doing and how you're showing up, is shifting the culture little by little wherever you are. And you don't have to stay to see it through. You can start to create your exit strategy. You know what? Right? Because I hear this a lot this time of year. It's like, I'm ready to go. Oh, I just got to get out of here, Stacy. Oh my gosh. Yes. And your big bonus is not paid out until March. And you have to be fully employed there when the bonus is paid out. And so what are you going to do? Because to your point, there's the comfort of Mm. like, oh, there's the bonus. Like, and that's how they get you. Or at least that's how they got me. Those golden handcuffs, like I'm out of here. Oh wait, now I've invested so much time in this year. I need to stick around for my bonus. Okay, now I got my bonus. It's already one third done. I could stick. Yeah, it just goes on and on and on. And sometimes us leaving is being the example. That actually shows organizations, oh, we need to change. If everybody is quitting after bonus time and there's mass exodus, organizations hear that and see that and they take notice. I promise you that I've been in organizations where we've had these conversations like, hey, what's going on? People are just sticking around for their bonus and then they're out and we're losing great talent and great potential and legacy knowledge, right? so leaving doesn't have to be a bad thing it could be that i get to step into who i really want to be in another place and maybe it's not even leaving the whole organization maybe it's leaving that team that department that manager whatever it is but you get to consider where you can thrive that's also breaking the system because the system would say you stay and you stick it out and you go through your career planning and I'm, you know, engineer one, now I'm engineer two. I wait to be engineer three. What if your best possible self in use of your talents and skills really wasn't on the path of engineer one, two, three, but if it really was on another side of the house completely or in another organization, because you don't want to get yeah. to be 30, 40, 50, 60 and go, oh, I've just My been life.
1: here. What's up? I've just, just been here. I'm not fulfilled. Oh, Yeah, please don't get to that point. Um mm-hmm. there's something powerful you said around culture. And um I was listening to this, uh, I think it was just an excerpt from a podcast of um we have the ability to create culture in every single relationship, right? So like Stacy, you and I have a culture that we've created in our relationship, my partner and I, you and your husband, and um and I'd I'd love to just invite this concept to you all for this year, for this time. Like what if you just try this on of like what yeah. be intentional? Like what is the culture that I desire to create in with my colleagues? With my, you know, cross collaboration, cross functional interactions, and I, I'm, I promise you that you, if you try this on for three months, after those three months, you will see a difference because that is leadership. That is you showing up, being intentional mm-hmm. with how you want to be um, with your meetings, with your email communication. I mean, this is huge. How are you like, how are your emails? What are you putting in your emails? You know, I had correspondence. <laughs> this person's asking literally 10 questions in one email. I was yeah. like, hold it. <laughs> Oh, wow. I said, oh, yeah. what? I'm like, can we have a coaching moment really quick? Sure, sure. What of all of these? <laughs> questions. What of all of these would be your core top one? Like what is the desired response that you want to get? You know, well, they're not Mm -hmm. responding to anything. I'm sure they're not. I'm sure they're not. It's like leadership is at that level. And that's what I would, you know, just invite everyone you're out there listening. Like how am I leading in, in, in my life, um, in regards to, you know, business? Cause that's kind of what we're talking about is breaking the system that just yeah. honestly, I think so many of us are like, it's not been, it hasn't been working for us. So let's reorganize how I show up within it.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's funny. 10 items in an email.
1: Yeah. I was Stacy. <laughs> I can't. I I don't think anything's
0: going to get done here. (laughs) I know nothing's going to get done. I can guarantee it. You made me think Uh, about um, all of the people who would say, well, I'm not a leader. Like, that's their job is to take care of this and do this and then the other and blah, 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 blah. Mm, Lies you tell. Each one of us is a leader. You are a leader. I don't care if your title is an individual contributor title, you get to master. Personal leadership. So, to Jill's point, like, how am I communicating in my emails? That's where you can demonstrate leadership. How am I showing up in meetings? That's where you can demonstrate leadership. How am I in my personal life showing up with my partner, with my kids, with my family, with my community? That's where you can demonstrate mastering personal leadership. It's so hard to try to lead anybody else when you haven't really learned how to lead yourself. It's just really, really hard. Leading other people can be hard anyway, but then you compounded if you haven't really started to think about yourself as a leader, like I am a leader. I don't care if you're an entry-level employee at that company. You're still a leader. You get to lead because culture is the lived experience of every employee in that company. So your lived experience counts and you get to shape your experience in terms of what you can control. So if you're sitting back and waiting for the supervisor, the team lead, the manager to give all this direction, that's an option. I'm not going to say it's right or wrong. It's an option. And a more empowered approach would be you saying, here's what I need. Or I'm not clear. I'm new here. I don't know. The ropes here. I don't know. And going to get the information you need. And yes, same for you. If you're not getting what you need and you've done all the things over and over and over, it might be time to consider your options. Do I want to stay here? Am I able to be the best version of myself right here, right now in this role? Can I really bloom where I'm planted? No? Okay. Then you get to make some decisions. So each I person think it also is a
1: leader. um I love I love that you're saying that I think too many especially early early knowledge workers right like if you're just stepping into your career like who am I um even even folks you have probably been at it for 20 years there's still the like oh well I've not given the chance so I'm not a leader
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. false Mhm Mhm um, it's it's completely false. And it's the programming and it's the conditioning. And that's what we're talking about in the whole series, right? Is breaking that. Yeah. You don't break the system by just breaking a process. Like the culture has to be dismantled and rebuilt. Culture starts with you, every single individual. So yeah, you get to dismantle the beliefs that you've been holding on to that keep you miserable when you're showing up at work, that keep you feeling defeated, that keep you quiet, that keep you invisible. You get to do that work yourself. And when we're doing that work for ourselves, we start to see a whole lot of other things very differently, Mm -hmm. very differently. You start to see more gaps and going, oh, wait a minute. I thought I was okay with this. I've been doing the work. I'm not okay with this. Or wow. I thought I was really disgruntled. Turns out it was all me. It was awesome stuff that I could do for myself. I'm not as disgruntled as I thought, okay, I'm cool here. I'm good with it. But we don't know that stuff until we get in it. And that's like breaking your own personal systems.
1: There's, um, there's another invitation coming in, um, that like you're talking about of, you know, if you're not happy, you get to just be honest, like, yo, this is where I am. I'm not happy in this role or whatever it might be. I think the brutal self-honesty and I'm, I'm curious and would love to hear y'all's comments below around, um, what was your intentionality when you took on this role, when you joined this organization, (laughs) did you even have an intention? So, um, years ago. And, you know, cause I still am in the corporate realm. So when I'm sitting here talking, this is not coming from a not lived experience. I am living the both. And, and, um, Stacey, you've been with me now on this journey for a while, but it was God, back in like 2018, 2017, maybe. Um, I really started to switch and I knew From that point, it was like, I knew I would be very intentional about the next organizations that would land on my resume, that I would spend time with, that would be my, like, give any energy to at all. And so I really started creating, yeah, it would have been 2017, started creating intentionality about what I desired in the organization. Like, what is the living, breathingness of this organism that I am literally going to give, right? Right. Eight hours plus, possibly more, right? A day two given on projects and all the timelines and things. What is this? Or what is this organization? What is the... And for me, I've been in consumer packaged goods forever, my whole career. So like, what is the brand? What is this product that I'm selling to consumers? And what's that going to be and look like and feel like and the integrity behind it? All of these pieces. And and I'm offering this to you all because like, where's your intentionality? Since I've brought that into my life, like everything has changed. So there are times because without fail, you know, and even us as entrepreneurs, which both of us in our business, we have times where it's just like, oh, why have I been doing this? Why am I here? <laughs> What's going on? we come back to our intention all the time. I am consistently both in um my corporate world and in my entrepreneur world constantly coming back to the intention of why I am where I am because I'm intentional about my moves. I'm intentional about my steps. I'm not going to move in something that is like out of integrity, absolutely will not. There's been times and this was early on um, in a role where, you know, I'm having a vice president ask you, Hey, well, what do you think about this? Or da, da da, and it's a clear no for me. And we completely do not move forward in that direction in the project. And, or I'm just not going to be a part of it because it's not an integrity for me as a human. And I think once you can develop that type of leadership within yourself, your entire world is going to shift within your role within what your experience is day to day because you're so intentional about it, you know? And so it felt powerful to offer that as a like, where's that living for you right now? And even if you didn't set it before you stepped into this role, before you came into this organization, great news. You can do it now. You can absolutely do it right now. You get done listening to this podcast, set some intentions for yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah that's oh that's so important i mean when all else fails all you have is your why why am i doing this why am i putting myself through this and listen of course we acknowledge that for many of us my intention in taking this job was that i didn't have one and i need the money i have to take care of my family that's that's Absolutely. my intention and I'm not in a position to go to, I was just talking recently to a school bus driver and she was just like, listen, I've been doing this for like nine years, She said, nine, nine years. And the reason when we were talking through it, she goes, oh, wow. The reason I first took this job is not the reason I'm staying at this job now. I took it because I was newly divorced. I had small children. I needed to work while they were at school. I needed to be there after school to get them. This was a great schedule. And it had benefits, (laughs) and you know, it was good money. That was my why. Mm -hmm. I need this money, I need these benefits. I'm not bought into the like, oh, what's the mission and the vision and the value? Don't care. This was the first offer I got, and so I took it. And so here she is nine years later, pausing to think about hey, is that why I'm here now? Because I need the money and I need this and I need that. And she was like, yeah, that me 9 years ago that was saying yes to this job was coming strictly from a scarcity standpoint and yeah. i'm realizing now this is her speaking i'm realizing now that i've been in a system of scarcity the whole time no i'm not spending my money on that no i'm not going to go for that you know promotion no i'm not going to do this and not because like what if i lose this what if that and so now she's in this place where She's really considering like stepping out of being in the field as a bus driver, but being more, I I don't know the title, but more like a a regional supervisor of bus drivers. Um, She clearly has the knowledge. She knows the job, you know, all of that. And she goes, I didn't really consider that. Yes, it's more money. But what first came up for me was system stuff like there's more money, more problems. That's more responsibility, more this, more that, blah, 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 blah. I'll just stick with what I have. And speaking of being the example, she was saying, Is that the example I want to set for my kids, though? That you just settle because you think something will be too much or too big. It'll be too inconvenient. Because I don't want to teach my kids that. I want them to see mommy going for it. She's breaking her own belief system to be the example for her children. And not just her biological children, think of all the kids. She has transported in school buses over nine years. These kids love her. They're graduated, you know, from eighth grade and they come back and visit. Like, this is a whole thing. This is, listen, my bus drivers were my
1: like little counselors. I would sit up in the front seat. I was best friends with the bus. Yeah. When I was sick for, I think I was sick for two weeks, my bus driver brought me like the games. Went to his -hmm. funeral. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They are such an important role. Really, what you want it to be. Really? That's such a, I'm glad you brought that up.
0: I just wanted to bring that in for people who would say, yeah, "Yeah, but that's not me. I'm not talking to the VP. Okay. Well, in your world, who is that person then? Is it the supervisor? Is it the team lead or whomever? Whoever. It can be applicable to you too. And you can operate it in your own way in your world and what makes sense for you. So I don't want anyone to feel like, like we're opting you out of this conversation because we want you in. Like this is all about community and we wanna bring you in and let you know, yes, you too. You get to break the systems of beliefs that you carry that lead you to decisions that don't fulfill you. You get to break the systems of your core values That perhaps have shifted because now you're doing some work to recognize those aren't even mine. Those are my parents' core values or those are the core values of the job. They don't align with my core values. Like This is the work we're inviting you into and it can be a little scary, some people have said. And so, yeah, you get to be in community and work through it, like put it in the comments, what's coming up for you. Are there fears around you being the example you being the leader? Because I guarantee you you're not the only one who's feeling that way. You're not. And so many of us need to know we're not the only one.
1: Thank you for m- big making yeah, thank you for shifting it back to like such a relatable state. Um and I think we're, you know, almost going to close here today on this and it's also just bringing forward this um next level of leadership in all of us is, you know, how can you listen to someone speaking and learn? I think for a full year, I kept saying, everyone's a teacher, everyone's a teacher. So anytime when we're feeling like, ah, that's not me, that's not me. It's shutting down our ability to be able to actually listen to what could be in there for you. Mm -hmm. And, um, so we gave a lot of different examples, which I'm so glad you brought that story in for like, y'all just grab the part that it feels most aligned to you right now. Let the other, let everything else fall away. We're not here to be, you know, it and all of it for everyone, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we are trusting that you're pulling the, the nuggets because it, it takes each of us doing, and being the leaders that we desire to be to break this system, which is like, this is so important to both of us. This is what we work with our clients on. It's like a core part of our purpose, like individually and us coming together and this podcast and our community and all of the things is like, it takes us, you know, as a whole, as a collective to break this system. 100%.
0: 100%. So. Thank you for sharing that, Jill. And last note that you just reminded me of in terms of listening and everybody's a teacher. Yeah, I think most, and not just in this series, but in all of our podcasts, the approach that I know you and I have talked about, Jill, behind the scenes is that this is really cafeteria style, y'all. Like, come to the cafeteria, see everything, like, consume it all with your eyes, and then take what you want just take what you want that's what it is like you get to pick and choose like oh that part's for me that part's for me or like if i'm in the cafeteria line and there's something that i don't eat but i know jill likes it i get to go tell jill hey jill you should go down to the cafeteria they've got this i don't eat it it's not for me but i know you like it same with what we're sharing on the podcast maybe something isn't directly for you but open yourself to at least hear it see it consider it receive it. And maybe you digest it. Maybe you say, no, thank you. But, oh, that's for my girlfriend. That's for my brother. That's for my kid. Go share it. You could just get, yeah, be in the cafeteria of it all. Mm, 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 mm. Eat Ooh. what you want. <laughs> Ooh,
1: we will see you all. That's a good note to complete on. Thank you for being here. We will see you all next week. Same time, same place, 11-11 every Wednesday. Sydney,
0: you love. Bye. What an honor it was to spend time with you today. We want to hear from you. Let us know in the comments what topic
1: you desire us to chat on next. If you want more still in your life, head to stilloriginalpodcast.com. If you'd like to see the full video episode, check out our YouTube community at Still Original Podcast. And we would be so grateful for you to share this episode with someone you know it may serve. We will see you next week, same time, same place, and always still.
0: We are powerful. We are magical. We are Yes, we are still, we are powerful and magical, we can be still.